0: Hello and welcome to episode 69 of the Pen Addict Podcast, your weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analog tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined today by a man who is surely hand-stitched by a master craftsman. It's Mr. Brad Dowdy.
1: Mm, putting it all together. Mm-hmm. I like that, Mike. I appreciate it. I'm How are not, you, sir?
0: I'm very well. That was me harkening back to, to your product announcement last week.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, we've got the the knock pin cases coming out hopefully in about a month or so, and uh, things are progressing along nicely. We did our Kickstarter video this weekend, so hopefully we can share that with you guys soon. And uh, yeah, it, it's going really, really well.
0: Very, very excited, mm-hmm. but equally excited for today's episode.
1: Yeah. Speaking of excited, I'm I'm really excited about today's episode. We have a really special guest on the podcast today, Mr. Brian Bedell from Field Notes. How's it going, Brian? Hey, guys.
0: Glad we really appreciate
1: you. you. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. I know we, we've we talked several times over email and, you know, trying to find the right time to get it. And, you're, you know, I know we talked in the past and you're like, oh, you know, this edition's getting ready to wrap up and it's like <laughs> our, you know, super, super busy time. So let's do it when it's a little bit down time. So hopefully we hopefully we've got you at a good time in between cycles here.
2: Yeah, we're, uh, you know, we're gearing up for fall and that's all in production now. So we're sort of just like waiting for the storm. (laughs)
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to, we're going to get into all, all things field notes today and, and, and hear about, um,
2: you know, what you do at
1: field notes. And we've got a bunch of uh, readers questions, but I did want to follow up on one item real quick, uh, which is also field notes related that we've talked about a lot <laughs> over the over the past year of, of podcasts and that's you know the whole collector aspect of field notes and right now pretty much the rarest regular colors edition field notes has been put out on the ebay um auction site and the butcher blue three-pack is out and available for everyone to see i don't know if you've seen it yet brian yeah Um, i don't know if you keep track of that stuff at all but um
2: it's i'm watching it
1: (laughs) yeah so (laughs) so it went out on sunday and it shot up to like 200 something already i guess it's 260 right now and i put out a post this morning trying to get everyone to guess and see what what it was going to go for because you know i have i have no interest (laughs) in paying that kind of money but what do you what do you think something like that's going to go for
2: Oh geez, I don't know. It's I mean, there's five days left, I think, in the auction, and usually the real bidding yeah. work kind of starts at the end. So um, yeah, I don't have any idea. It's 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 amazing. It blows our mind here that anyone would spend that much money. You I could, know you could print your own. Not to give anyone any ideas for <laughs> the money we're getting into. You could. Get your own custom notebooks made. So <laughs> yeah, we did.
1: We're, we're going to talk about that whole, you know, how it became to be a, a collector's thing. But I just find it fascinating that, you know, this is kind of like the holy grail, three pack.
2: Yeah, I mean, those are those are, you know, like yeah, I listened last week. Jim said those are the rarest. I mean, as as he said, we printed them both at the same time, and the quantities are the same. So, you know, on paper, orange and blue are both pretty pretty much the same. But like like Jim said, the the blue ones just, uh, you know, we kind of oversold them and ran out of them immediately. And uh, so, you know, we don't even have any here in the office. I think maybe Aaron has one or two packs. But, yeah, those are the those are the hard ones to find for sure.
0: Yeah, we spoke about it a little last week um, as well on this show. And um, I made a prediction that I can't remember, but I think it was $500 is what I expected. If not, do expect that to go for minimum, I think. I just can if the fact that we're like 24 hours into the bidding and we're at like half that price I don't think it's yeah. unex, unexpected to, to to really hit that level which would I, be yeah, crazy I can see that I, I I
2: almost hope it's not cuz that's just that's just bizarre to me but um <laughs> yeah judging by the past that seems like it could happen yeah yeah I told um I told
1: my friend uh Tana on on Twitter and, and she's part of the field notes group. She's one of the biggest collectors out there. She uh she pinned me down to a number this morning. And I said three eighty eight fifty. I just if this thing goes over four hundred, I would be that's just crazy to me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I agree. I'm that's telling you, Brad, five hundred man, it's going for five hundred.
1: Right. Well, most of the guests so far in the contest are are yeah, definitely close to the closer to the five hundred range than than I was. But
0: just the lo- last point on why I think that amount. Mm -hmm. these are so rare this is probably the last chance anyone will have like for it to get this far along in my opinion I can't imagine that there are going to be any other Butcher Boo 3 packs
2: (laughs) If it sells sells for 500 you'll see more (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say the same
1: thing there will be a couple of of guest appearances
2: that's That's a good point
0: (laughs) but if you're a collector can you take that risk? like if someone really wants to finish that collection yeah
2: i don't know there's i mean there's people i mean you know the collector all you know the, the field nuts group and these people watching us on ebay are a small fraction of our audience you know as great as as they are and as much you know as much as they do for us there's a lot of people that just have no idea any of this is happening and once that word gets out i think you'll start seeing a few more a few more showing up on, you know, it's people that have them around, you know, our friends from way back have them, you know, they're, you know, we send a lot out as gifts and stuff. You'll start seeing, you'll start seeing more, I think, if we're good out that once sold for 500 bucks. Yeah. Cause yeah. Then people There's plenty of the people that would be willing to part, f- part with them for that, I bet. Yeah. And that's
1: what happened with this guy that's putting them all up. He's had everything since the beginning and he just like, yep. he's like, I didn't know this was a thing. So, and you know, I'm not, I'm not as attached or. Psychotic is most beautiful. <laughs> so <laughs> let me go ahead and let me go ahead and cash these in.
0: <laughs> so, Mike,
1: you got you had something else you wanted to follow up on, real quick?
0: Just very quickly. I mean, just to to continue the ongoing topic, ongoing topic number two. Um, I've paid for my Visionaire. So the Visionaire Kickstarter has now ended. Um, Did it fund? uh Just about. <laughs> So the, I'm bringing it up now, the, the final goal, uh, well, the final score is $324,393, yeah. pledged against the $15,000 goal uh, for the Visionaire. <laughs> um, I have paid for mine, um, and will be expecting it before the end of the year. Okay. So we will be able to revisit that topic um, at a much later date. I can't wait. Maybe I'll have to send it to you, you know that's what I'm thinking like yeah, I, will actually, use I would it like to try it and then send it to you, and then I'll give my opinion and you can give your opinion, and then we can then I can decide if I need you to send it back or not
2: <laughs> I feel like that's
0: yep. only fair with the way that it's gone, so we'll probably have to do that okay, yeah, that so sounds you, like a good idea. then you can review it yep because I, I might
1: I might have some there might be some other people that that got in on too that might yeah. might be uh, easier to use for me to get it from but sure. yeah we'll but figure something out and uh, i will definitely get my hands on one
0: i bet you don't get a review version
1: uh no <laughs> no <laughs> probably not <So laughs> i'm guessing not
0: we we should jump into the the real the real topic for today but i think yes before we do that shall i uh shall i, shall I pay our bills and then and then we'll jump sure. in sounds like a plan So this episode is brought to you by the fine folks over at Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it really easy to create your own space online, your own website, your own blog, portfolio, business site, online store, anything. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO8. Squarespace are doing great work to keep their platform up to date. They're adding new features, new designs all the time continually making sure that Squarespace is a fantastic platform. We talk about it all the time, so they have beautiful new templates and they keep adjusting those and keep adding new ones. They're adding new features like um, their integrated uh, Stripe in the UK, which is Stripe, is the payment processor, and Squarespace use Stripe for their online store component, Squarespace Commerce. It's just launched in the UK, so they've added the UK support as well. So they're always doing stuff to keep their platform up to date, keep it expanding, and keep it growing. And I know they've got loads of really cool stuff going on over there. They have, as I mentioned, the designs that they have. Their templates are, are just stunning. They have loads of style options as well, so you can adjust and tweak. Any Squarespace site to really make your own space online. They take care of all the nasty stuff. You get free apps. They have built-in statistics. They take care of hosting, SEO, and feature responsive web design and all of those beautiful templates. So your site looks fantastic on any device. They have award-winning 24-7 customer support and they, their support team is fantastic. You can get them in their in their like live chat, knowledge centers, emails, support tickets, Twitter. They're all over the place, they're all over the map trying to help you out if you have any trouble or just give you some advice and guidance if you need any help in setting up your new site. Well, I want you to go to squarespace.com for two reasons. Go there so you can check out the awesome videos they have so they can show you how Squarespace fits everyone differently no matter what their needs and what they're trying to create, but also so you can sign up for a free trial You've heard me speak about these guys. Me and Brad, both youth them personally, we love them. You will love them too. You should try them out. You can try them out for free, no credit card, no obligation. And if you decide to purchase, their plans start at just $8 a month and include a free domain name if you sign up for a year or more. And don't forget, you will get 10% off, and more importantly even, help support this show and all of 5x5 if you use the offer code Tallyho8. So go check out Squarespace. They support us. You should support them, and they give you everything that you need to create an exceptional website. Awesome. Away we Not go, that. Mr. Dowdy. All
1: right. So Brian, when Mike and I, we, we were talking, I guess a couple of weeks ago, we knew we were going to have you on. I guess we had you scheduled and I started talking to Mike, I think it was probably after last week's podcast. I said, you know, What's Brian what is Brian's job title at Koodle or at, at Field Notes? Is he the project manager? Is he the art director? We were bouncing things back and forth and I was like, you know what? As many times as I've talked to Brian, I don't know the exact job title or or maybe you're just the the jack of all trades. What's what's the official on the uh, paperwork yeah, but, job title at for you?
2: I don't actually have one. I don't think we I mean we there's At Field Notes here, you know Kudel Partners, which is the parent company, which is mostly what we do as Field Notes now. Um, There's only seven people here in the Chicago office plus Aaron in Portland. So, um, so I do a little bit of everything. But uh, I'm I I come from a design background. I guess you know art director was you know we used to be an advertising agency and I was an art director at the ad ad agency. Um, And and you know most of what I do is related to the uh, you know art direction and photography. I do all the product shots. you know, I help Steve with the videos, and you know, and then do a lot of the design on the books, and you know, or if Aaron and Jim do the kind of basic design, I'm usually the guy going through and cleaning them up, and and uh, you know, getting everything ready for print and nailing everything down, and you know, going to the press checks and stuff like that. So, so you know, mostly art related, but then I also you know, I take I take orders on the phone. I help pack boxes sometimes. Um, I take out the trash. We all do a little bit of everything here. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. That sounds like a, that sounds like a great setup. And I still didn't know that you were only looking at you know seven employees. That's just fascinating. The way the way y'all have grown since yeah. this whole thing this whole thing started to be able to keep it you know manageable. That's just a kind of a testament to how you guys do business. That's yeah, pretty mean impressive. Mean. Lean and mean. Yeah, that's the way to that's the way to do it. <clears throat> so we're not too far off from the next. Uh, fall edition do y'all have a Great. release date for that i mean i know that's probably you know getting ramped up here and and about yeah. ready to go
2: yeah we're looking at um you know real soon i don't know do you guys come out well you guys come out pretty quickly after you record right Yeah, so, it'll be um, out yeah,
1: today yeah it'll be out tonight yeah
2: oh okay yeah so um we're hoping within a couple weeks everything's okay. looking pretty good there's a couple there's a couple uh Snags that haven't happened but we're worried about them, so we don't want to promise anything. But I'd say we're hoping like about two weeks from now. We're looking probably mid mid late September. Cool.
1: Great. Yeah, awesome. like
2: mid yeah, early to mid September, hopefully. but we're almost okay. into September, yeah. So maybe like the second
1: Well, I don't wanna I'm I'm obviously not gonna ask you about anything about the addition because I like to keep that secret. Just like Mike was saying, you know, I don't wanna know beforehand. Yeah. It's become a thing yeah, that I was what... like, I w I wanna be surprised like everyone else.
2: Yeah, I was joking with um oh dang, what's his name? Who uh Todd who runs the Field Nuts group and he I told him next time someone asks, I'm just gonna tell them and ruin it for everyone and see it.
1: I would be so upset, I think. I, don't I know, think I right? See yes. like yeah, how do you all? like that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, i I, where I kind of want to know, I d I I don't want to know at the same time.
1: Yeah, so we don't wanna we don't wanna ruin anything. We don't wanna know and, and I wanna keep it that way, but I do wanna yeah. know kind of and I think I got a few questions about this from the listeners how Mm -hmm. does the process of deciding what's coming up next or I guess the roadmap for you know down the line how does how does the idea come about and how do you say this is the one we're going with for you know for this quarter you know we are Mm going to do I mean do we all sit around a table and just start throwing out ideas y'all have has this one been sitting around for a year that y'all have been waiting to do this one in autumn? Tell me a little bit about how the uh, Colors Edition process works.
2: All right, yeah. The uh, Generally, we don't have a lot of meetings or anything. It was funny because Aaron was actually passing through town last week, and we all sat down in the conference room, and he actually uh, actually hooked up his computer to the projector, and that was, I think, the very first time we've ever done that. So uh, you know, we have <laughs> the, next, the next few editions are a little more planned out than usual, but who knows if we'll stick with that. Uh, in general, I mean, we've got, you know, Aaron and Jim talk on the phone, and then I talk with both of them on email, and we've got we usually have kind of three or four ideas going. And I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of different every time. Sometimes we have a real good idea what we want going into it, you know, and, and we uh, get a good start on it, and we get three quarters of the way finished with it, and change our mind and start on another one. <laughs> um, Expedition, for instance, was meant to be the fall edition last year. And we had them just about, I think they were on press. We were having a little bit of, um, you know, every time we do this, we do something different. So there's always, you know, some glitch. So, But it wasn't terrible, and we could have made fall with those. And then we suddenly decided, let's save these for winter and, and do another one. So, like, Traveling Salesman was one where, where it just happened really fast. You know, we kind of decided, you know, with the very minimum time that, you know, let's, let's do something new. Um, we'd been eyeing just sort of that color paper, thinking that would be nice. I don't know. I think we just kind of started doing some research and ordered some old ledgers on eBay to look at and get some ideas and uh, put that one together really, really quickly. And then there was nothing too bizarre about the printing of that one. So we were able to print it pretty efficiently. Um, you know, whereas other ones like the one we're doing now is one we've been kicking around for a couple of years and we're finally doing it. Um, there's a couple, you know, that, even longer like almost since we've been doing colors we've had a few ideas and we have a couple of those actually in the queue now for you know actual dates set for those but it's a little different every time sometimes it's just aaron sends something over and says how's this look and we're like yeah let's go with it uh other times maybe jim or i kind of have an idea and we all play with it and see what comes out of it uh but it's you know between usually it's kind of between the three of us is where the idea comes from and uh you know yeah either you know usually aaron kind of s- throws together kind of the basic idea and then i kind of go in and work out some of the details and get the exact color colors nailed down and the uh, you know pick up papers and do some ink tests and things like that and do sort of more of the production end of it
1: that's fascinating about the the traveling salesman that it came together you know kind yeah. of quickly because yeah, I, I know think that's, that's, that's popular been...
2: yeah that was a favorite yeah. of a lot of people yeah and it, yeah i mean there's you know there's other ones you know it's like anything there's you know, certain things you think are just—you know—you're so behind the idea, and maybe they don't come out as great as you thought they would. And other things you kind of throw together, and they're great. But it goes the other way too. There's some we have rushed out that weren't that great. So, yeah, it's you know, and it's it's that's really the the most fun thing about all of this is is getting to try so many different you know printing techniques, working with different printers, uh, trying different paper companies and and paper types. Uh, you know, and all those kind of printing effects and things we can do. So so it's, um, you know, that's kind of a lot of the fun, but also a lot of the challenge, because, you know, every time we try to kind of push our limits a little and try something new, and uh, yeah. it's it's hard to top ourselves every time. <laughs> so. uh, that's,
1: that's exactly what I was about to say. The way y'all have stepped up your game, if you will, like when you do something like the night sky edition where you know if you're just looking at it you know from from the front you see okay you know the cover oh, the black, everyone loves the black of course and you know mm-hmm. it looks great then all of a sudden if you're not familiar with field notes and you flip it over and you see the type of printing you've done on the back and then you've done you know three different three different back covers you know with really? the you know with the stamping on there i mean that's like i mean that's really impressive to me considering you know with, what we're, what you were starting with, with just, um, you know, just say like a basic color cover, like a butcher orange or a butcher blue, and now we're doing all this. I mean, that transformation right. has been really impressive over the years.
2: Yeah, yeah that's so, a good one. I mean, as far as the process, you know, I think that was one where we Jim had kind of been talking about the idea for a while. I think it was kind of originally his idea just to do stars of some sort. And then that was one where uh, um, you know, I, I like. We all knew. We all knew uh, Ravens wing was super popular, and you know, black was good to go with. And then that was one where I sort of maybe had more to do with the design than usual. <laughs> so I was really happy <laughs> that it came out well because I, after you know, after Jim's kind of original idea, I kind of nailed down the design on that one, and and I was really excited about it. So I was glad to hear everyone liked it so much.
0: Well, then I, I should tell you, Brian, that that's my favorite edition of all time.
2: Oh, thanks a lot.
0: Uh, I just I am in love with that with the with the like the hologram foil on the back I just think that it is it's one of those things that it, I, when it when it arrived I was like oh because you can't really see it in, th- in the photos very well like it's it doesn't show um, yeah, yeah but it's when you get it and it's and it reminds me of like um, from when I was a kid playing Pokemon trading cards right and I had like <laughs> yeah. that hologram you know that's what I that's one of the things that I love about it and I love that they're all different and I'm happy that I've got a few a few packs here because um i Started my subscription, I think, in addition before, so I'm mm-hmm. pleased because now I have a couple couple of packs of my favourite. Those are
2: still... I think a lot of retailers probably still have those. I don't think those are getting too rare yet. I mean, you know, we... we we, um, you know, a lot of retailers bought a lot of those, so there should still be some out there. that shouldn't be too hard to find. I might we, have to um, buy myself one. Yeah, some the on the holo- I should, I, I, don't know, I, I keep thinking like, should I say things or not? But uh, the, I'll <laughs> say those. Uh, the the night sky, the the holograms were originally, and this is another thing we've been talking about forever. Uh, were are supposed to be um, glow in the dark. I mean, we worked really hard trying to figure that out. We did, worked with several different screen printers and used different kinds of inks and tried a lot of different things, and we just could not get any sort of, you know, glow in the dark that we were happy with. So, so the, the holographic foil was kind of, you know, we got closer and closer to the date and had to make some kind of decision. And we tried that out and thought that looked great. So. Yeah, it looks fantastic. It really does. So
1: speaking of favorite editions, what's been your favorite or what's your favorite or what was your favorite to work on? Do you know, just putting together the whole project, you know, you, right. you, you, you put a lot into this isn't just printing notebooks. I mean, you guys put in serious amounts of time in, you know, a lot of the, um, products have accompanying videos, which I know take a lot of production. Then you have, you know, extra add-ons like stickers Mm -hmm. or pins, you know, that there's thought and design going into. So what's been your favorite, like as a whole project to work on and put out and share with everyone?
2: Oh, you know, this, the night sky was definitely one that going out to great basin to shoot that video was probably one of the greatest experiences of my life. Like I, Just, you know, staying up all night. I mean, if anyone ever has a chance to go out somewhere like that where it's just no light, you know, no light pollution, no moon, and you can just look up and, you know, two nights in a row we sat out and looked up in the stars and it never got boring. You would just sit there and just keep seeing new things and see, like, you know, you notice things like stars have different colors and... You know, it was just, you know, you start getting loopy around four in the morning or whatever, but it was just, it was just such a good experience out being out in the middle of nowhere with no phone service for two days, like just sitting in the desert and staring in the sky. So that, as far as, um, you know, as far as videos, that was, that and um, Fire Spotter was fun. Steve and I drove up to um, Wisconsin and camped out and then there was that old fire tower we shot. And um, mm-hmm. Steve was actually afraid to climb to the top, so I got to do all the video. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, but again, like I just said, it was you know, we we were you know we kind of were watching, trying to make sure we'd be there when the trees looked good, and we just nailed it. We got two perfect days there, um, and the trees were beautiful. And again, I could have sat on that fire tower and just stared out. You know, you could see for miles, just all the colors, and and I could have just sat there for hours and hours. So those are two of my favorite videos. Um, as far as books, yeah, nice guy I like a lot. Um, the Old Raven's Wing was probably my favorite before that, um, just because I really like that duplex paper. And, and you know, I'm a photographer too, so I like the black paper. Um, just kind of you know look nice in my camera bag. Um, traveling Salesman I liked a lot. Yeah, I mean that one came out well. Especially I like that like you know the ledger paper was really neat in that. I like doing different things like that. You know, I know some subscribers are like, oh, that's not really useful to me, but I figure. You know we like mixing things up, and if there's one out of you know if you're a subscriber and there's one out of four you don't love, hopefully you love one of the other ones to make up enough for it or we always say if you don't like it, you know send it back and we'll send you two crafts to replace it, and no one's taken us up on that yet, so <laughs> no one no one's disliked an wow. addition too much i guess <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool, but uh um, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm trying to think I mean you know uh, yeah all the I mean I like working with um you know, working with letterpress and, and the foil stamping and stuff, you know, we get to kind of work with some different printers when we do some interesting things like that. So, so that's fun.
1: So when you're, when you're walking around the office, which one are you, which one, what are you carrying around with you? Do you use just the, the basic craft memo walking around or you using something else? Yeah,
2: I usually, yeah, you know, I kind of just go through, you know, whatever's sitting there. I'll just grab, you know, we, it, it's uh, you know, there's a bunch of the latest editions usually sitting around opened up. So I'll grab one of those. I don't, I usually do carry one with me. Honestly, I'm not. I use the Steno more than anything, like, on my desk. I use, I yeah. go through yeah. those, like, every, you know, once, every couple of weeks, I'll have to start a new one. So, you know, product-wise, that's the one I really, you know, um, use the most. But, but yeah, I've always got, you know, and the other thing is the Space Pen, which, like, once I, I, I think, I'd been talking about doing that for a while, and then when we did the, when we did the, um, Night Sky, it kind of made sense to do it then. But I had been carrying a space pen for a while, and I just love having one of those in my pocket all the time. Like, it's just, you know, the small bullet pen. It's just so convenient, and, you know, if you got that in your field notes in your pocket, you're ready to go.
1: You're still still rocking the space space pen, Mike?
0: Yep, it's it's what's clipped to the front of my field notes that I keep in my pocket every day.
1: That's awesome. All right, so I want to talk about uh, a little bit of the the nerdery aspect and that kind of leads into some of the readers readers questions that we have we get a I get a lot of questions in writing the blog and reviewing different pens you know how does how do certain pens work you know on mm-hmm. different types of paper and you know field notes obviously being one of those and now since the focus of my blog hasn't changed but I've been getting a lot into a lot more into fountain pens and they have of course different ink properties and you know different types of paper work better with different inks. so a lot of the mm-hmm. questions I get are you know which fountain pens and which inks work the best with the field notes and which field notes edition is best for fountain pens and things like that so do you I know you, for a while there the paper was pretty much the same it was the standard mm-hmm. um, just the standard 50 pound stock white paper and then y'all started to play with the paper weight paper densities a little bit more here recently do you have any considerations to how people are using them or to yeah, what type of paper you're gonna use, or are you just really trying to fit it into what your I guess what your idea of this the memo book should be for this release?
2: Yeah, I think you know, we usually stick you know, we have a good number of fountain pen fans that use, you know, use the standard crafts and we want to take that into account. But on the other hand, like we don't, you know, like you know, we have a lot of different, you know, there, there's sort of sub sort of markets, you know, there's kind of the outdoorsy people and there's the, you know, coffee shop people. And we try not to focus too much on any one group, you know, and make our decisions just based on them just because we know if there's one edition that's not perfect for them, you know, they'll find other ones that, that work and we, you know, might, you know, find some new people that like the new edition. Um, you know, so yeah, we take, you know, we take all the different groups and all our different kinds of customers into account, but generally we stick, we stick with that Finch opaque for the interior paper just because everyone seems pretty happy with that. And if we step away from that, we don't want to get too different. Uh, we used the green, what was it, Mohawk? I think for the uh, for the salesman, and then the America the Beautiful, which you know I love that one too. I know a lot of people, there were <laughs> a lot of the fans on FieldNet said it wasn't their favorite, but that was mm-hmm. another one I was real involved with, and I really liked how that one came out. Um, but yeah, we used a different paper in that one, um, which was also it was a Finch, but just a slightly different line and a little heavier. Um, but you know, I think in general we're gonna stick with that Finch, and then you know, just on certain editions where we really need something different, we'll try something else.
1: Yeah, I, I can admit that I was one of the "America is Beautifuls," not one of my favorite editions. Yeah, um, I, I, I can admit that to you. But I'm actually that's the one I'm using now, and I actually enjoy writing on the paper a lot. Yeah, I'm that using paper. Fountain, fountain pens with it. It's it's really really exceptional paper. I like it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. You know, we don't test. You know, obviously with like expedition, we did, and, and you know, we try out a few pens on a new paper just to see how it works. But we don't have like a big collection to try stuff out on. Um, you know, I have like one fountain pen, and I'll try it out. But uh, you know, I just I'm just using like regular, waterman ink. And mm-hmm. well, if you ever need someone to, test. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, we always see. Yeah, I mean, people people have sent us, you know, like a whole book full of different inks and things, so we have that to look at too. You know the. Um, I'm sorry. Go level,
1: no, I was just gonna say the level of geekiness that I get into, I can't imagine like some of the stuff you get in the mail saying, Okay, here's what I think, here's what I <laughs> here's my yeah. here's all my ink tests, here's what you need to do, and I, I can't imagine some of that. It's probably pretty
2: intense. Yeah, we got we get a lot of ideas for editions and it's funny because Almost all of them are things we've talked about, which is kind of... Yeah. So a lot of times I won't even write back because I don't want someone thinking that, like, we got the idea for something from them. Because I remember we did the Ask Me Anything. There were some, you know, people threw out some ideas there on Field Nuts. And, you know, there were definitely some things we'd thought of and talked about. So, yeah, you know, it's like, I think it's... Which is good. You know, it's a good sign. I think we're kind of in sync with what people want and expect from us. So that's good.
1: So one of my, my questions that I've had, and one... And it kind of goes around one of my favorite um, books that you've ever produced. In the day game edition, y'all did a dot paper, did a dot mm-hmm. grid paper. And the, the, white, the white cover with the, with the, red, um, with the red print, that's, my, that's right. one of my single favorite memo books that y'all have done. Might and I, got, I have this question, and everyone has had this question. I bet I got this five or six times. <laughs> when, is, when is there going to be a dot grid stock field notes edition?
2: Yeah, we keep talking. That's uh, yeah, it's something we talk about. I don't know. It's the problem with that is when we do that, then what do we do with the mixed three pack? We can't do a
0: mixed, <laughs> <three> pack. <laughs> mixed but, four yeah. pack. <laughs> yeah, we do bring. The,
2: yeah, we, it does come up a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. We might break down and do it. We kind of do with with the craft editions. We generally do one big printing and try to time it so we kind of do one big printing a year. Mm-hmm. You know, so we kind of have a year's worth of stock after that. So it wouldn't be. Until you know, it looks like we you know our current stock of craft is going to go for you know at least a few more months. So probably you know when that next big printing comes up, we'll think about it again. But
1: okay, I don't want to put yeah. you on the spot. I
2: don't oh no 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 spot. yeah, it's it's definitely something we've <laughs> talked about, I and mean, we've done a lot of the sure. a lot of those customs or a lot of the limited editions have had um, dot grid too. Though so there's a lot of dot grids out yeah. there.
1: Yeah. And like you say, you know, a lot of these questions, this is something, you know, you've probably had on the ledger for years. Just like, you know, we're, gonna, <laughs> so one, sure. of we're gonna, one of these days we're going to one of these days we're going to do this. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just know the the dot grid seems to be getting more and more popular. And I've just been really been enjoying those. Then you did the um, you know, with the night sky, you, you actually changed that up even more mm-hmm. um, with the with the uh, pattern you used there. So that it was it's cool to see you guys doing that and, and just kind of mixing things up a little
2: bit. I think it keeps it interesting for everybody. Well, the expedition has that grid, too, and that's always available. That's so there's that. That's true. Very true. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. We got we got stuff in the works, and that could happen pretty soon. Cool, cool. Now, one of the
1: additions that I've enjoyed that weren't colors, I, they weren't color subscription editions, but they're mm-hmm. not stock editions. But they came through you guys. Is y'all have done like the neon summer editions a couple of times? You did the ice pops yeah. one. And then you did just. Uh, was the neon summer camp? Was it summer, summer camp?
2: Yeah, summer camp and ice pop right?
1: Yeah. So how do y'all decide to just kind of
2: mix that in? Because I guess what's those were. Well, those were both for J Crew for Crew Cuts, which is their kids store. Okay, I knew. So the, they the they, first they pretty one. much yeah they pretty much spec'd what they wanted. You know, those were kind of a custom job. And then we ended up generally we wouldn't sell those to the shop. But I think what happened, for whatever reason, I think maybe we printed more than they needed. And did I lose you guys again? No, nope, so, we're here. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Um, I think you know. I think maybe we've overprinted it and you know asked them if it was all right if we sold some, and we yeah we never sold a whole lot of those out of our shop. That was just sort of something we had a couple boxes left and we had it in the shop for a while.
1: Gotcha. That's right. I remember now yeah. the ice yeah, pops. Those, yeah, those
2: were yeah those were crew cut editions.
1: Yeah. Okay. The ice pops did go like straight to J crew. I do remember that. And then I saw. I guess I got confused when the summer camp oh. w- went through. Y'all sh- went through the shop. So yeah. Gotcha. All right, so let me go through some of the readers' questions we've got. Um, we got a bunch here. It says, "Oh, I want to know when Brian will create his own limited field notes edition, like Draplin did. Call it the Bedell series or something. We want a Brian edition." <laughs> so, so, so does uh, Aaron leave y'all any of the DDC editions
2: around, and do you have any Brian special editions floating around the shop? Um, I really like that that orange on orange one Aaron did. We you know we printed that out of here. He does. He does a few customs himself where he used to, you know, like go go a few or he gets, you know, some stuff printed up or stamps it himself. So he's got a few like when we went, we were just at that outdoor retailer show and there were a few he you know, we saw a few around there that I'd never even seen before cuz he had made them up.
0: <laughs> or you know,
2: or especially, you know, going way back to the first couple of years, he would print stuff on his own up there. But um but uh, yeah, I don't know. Aaron Aaron's Aaron's a bigger character than I am. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm ready for my spin-off yet. <laughs> I don't Limited know if I'm ready for numbered. what is it? What was Rota yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have um I was we used to do that uh the layer tennis on kudal.com which was sort of a Photoshop designer battle where we'd send files back and forth between two designers and that's actually how we met Aaron, I think. But uh, I would shoot, we would shoot a video every week to flip the coin to see who went first. And I was always the referee in the videos. So I've, I've actually been recognized on the street as the ref a couple of times, which is, oh, uh, which is about all the celebrity I need.
1: Yeah, that, that was yeah. a good series. Though. I I, enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoy, always enjoyed watching those. Those are cool. So that, that was from Sparky from the, the Field Notes group. And we got a lot of questions from them. I think, yeah,
2: I think I saw that on Field Notes. I think he's the only person who wants that. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll just make one and send it to him
1: there you go there you go so next we had eric from twitter he asked how do you determine how many field notes packs to print per new release is it a guess do you have a formula how are because y'all obviously as business has grown you've steadily ramped up and right you know how do you how do you manage that number to where it's it's the right number for you guys have you figured have you figured that out is it a is it a mad scientist uh, formula you're just kind of winging it
2: yeah that's that's another thing i mean that's probably one of the big things we kind of bicker about in the office before it comes out is figuring out the quantity um i mean yeah obviously we've gotten bigger and bigger we know you know we know how many subscribers we have each time and we know if, you know usually we can kind of get an idea you know what the retail sales are going to be you know to, to shops that sell it and uh you know sometimes if we have a real good feeling we think it's just going to be a real popular edition we'll up it a little bit or um yeah, but we, you know, we like to keep it where we're not going to have you know stock for too long. You know, we like to sell out one before the next one comes out, just to kind of keep things easier on our end as far as stocking and inventory and everything. You know, and, and you know, obviously, we like to make it. You know, if it you know it's limited, so we want to have you know a little bit of a little bit of an element of um, you, know, you got to move and get one before they're gone. Yeah, that's exactly right. So yeah, yeah it's you know, it's usually just a you know pretty well educated guess. Just ex- experience. Yeah, yeah, you know, based on <laughs> subscribers and retail sales and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Net, you you talked earlier like when you were talking about printing the night sky edition that you mm-hmm. you know you worked with a bunch of printers and you couldn't get the you know, like the glow in the dark aspect yeah. right. So you know you switched to the holographic stamp. Do you do do you do? I guess a lot of testing. Like if you have an idea and you take it to the printer and get it done, right. Are you going through different tests? You know, are you carrying it or are you using it to try to figure out is this going to work or do you know pretty me- immediately? I guess I'm. I guess I'm asking: Is yeah. there any kind of process to like, you know, what if you printed out the the holographic stamp and then two weeks later, you know, they're worn off or whatever? Do you, right. do, you do any kind of testing
2: on on that? Sometimes, what we generally do is do an ink test on the paper where they can, it's called a drawdown, where they just take the various inks. And sometimes, you know, we're not really sure exactly what color is going to work best. So we'll get a couple, you know, where they just kind of smear ink across the page, you know, like, you know, which simulates the actual printing process. So you can see the, um, you know, the color of the ink and there's transparency and the paper comes through. So you really know exactly what color you can get when you go on press. Mm. So we, um, you know, for most colors, yeah, especially if it's, you know, a like metallic or on a dark paper or something, we'll do that for sure. Just to make sure that's going to work okay. Um, As far as paper, I usually, you know, you know, usually you know the paper is going to be okay. There's a few, like this current one that's coming out next. I've had one in my, you know, I've had just the cover paper folded in half in my back pocket for like a month now, just to see how it's letting hold up, and it's been doing okay. Okay, cool. You know, but just yeah, different, you know, different printing techniques and finishes and varnishes. We're uh, there's been a, there's been several times where we're like, oh, I'm not sure, you know, I sure hope this works and just, you know, flying by the seat of our pants hoping it works out okay and usually it does uh, with the, you know, with the with, with the uh, colors we know it's a limited edition and even if, you know, worse comes to worse and something doesn't work out great you know, then it's at least just for that edition and, you know, I think we, like, you know, like as you've seen, we've kind of things that work better and we felt more comfortable with going into bigger production, like Red-Blooded, you know, we knew, you know, once we were comfortable with that process and comfortable with the printer, we knew we could kind of mass-produce those a little more. Um, you know, we've gone into doing things like that, but, yeah, I mean, you know, we kind of consider to some degree that uh, that the colors editions are kind of our testing ground to try stuff out, you know, and then some of the more successful stuff we can use for, for regular editions later.
1: Yeah, and I, I love that y'all did the... um Ended up doing the red blooded edition. The letter, for some reason, just for me personally, the letterpress editions have always been my favorites. I, I don't know why. I guess that, that aesthetic just appeals to me personally. But yeah, I'm know, a like big fan. Grass stain, grass stain green is is my number one favorite of all time. Um, I love love that edition. You know, too bad there's not not more of those around. I'd love to. <laughs> I, I could use that one in. For the rest of my life and, and die happy, I would be good. But um, uh, I love the the letterpress style, so I was glad. So now I use the the red blooded as you know my my stock edition. You know, as if I'm just using you know the basic yeah. notebooks instead of the craft. So I like that a lot. Um, this was an interesting question, and it must not have came up at, at the time it happened. But um, Mikey from Twitter. He said, did Brian have any issues with packet of sunshine with shipping seeds across borders?
2: Yeah, we – I'm trying to remember if we actually thought of that beforehand. I think (laughs) not – I think it was kind of a matter of we got all the seeds and we were starting to pack things and we were ready to go. And then it sort of occurred to us, oh, crap, we can't ship seeds across borders. (laughs) And so we kind of sat down and talked about it. And if I remember correctly, the decision was like no one's ever going to notice these in a million years. Let's just throw them in there. Because I think we, Uh I mean, we did, right? I don't know if you guys know for sure. Uh, It's been kind of a while now, but I'm pretty sure we just went ahead and shipped them. Yeah, I, I didn't
1: hear any, I didn't hear anything yeah. at the
2: time, and I never yeah, even yeah. considered that until he just mentioned that. I was like, "Oh, that's a great question," because yeah, it was something that we didn't think of early enough. But then it sort of occurred to us before anything happened, and then I think we just kind of went ahead and shipped them, and nothing happened. No one said anything. So who yeah. knows? We might we might have started some pandemic or something.
1: <laughs> it might be it, it might be more like, of an yeah. issue now with you know forty five thousand editions instead of whatever that one was. Yeah, was that was a like pretty 7, small edition. seven or ten thousand. Yeah, it probably wasn't isn't wasn't as noticeable. Yeah. But um, Yeah, that's crazy. Um,
2: yeah, I'm looking. Tana at that was only that was only four thousand three packs. Yeah, so that wasn't okay. that many. Yes,
1: yeah, so you got away with it. So now Tana, who Tana Mitchell from the Facebook mm-hmm. group, and you you've probably talked to her several times as well. She's everyone calls her the. Uh, she's pretty much the field notes ninja. She has pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Um, she she collects like no one's business. She had a great question, and you probably saw it on there. She says, "Brad, will you inquire if Brian and Jim hate purple as
2: much as Aaron does?" Um, I don't hate purple. I, what was we were just talking about? Teal, and I mm-hmm. hate teal. If it was up to me, we'd never do teal. But who knows? We <laughs> we beat Aaron down until we got purple. So so maybe they'll beat me down until they get teal. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean the purple ones were cool. I don't have a problem with that. We've had I am like even. Aaron's wife. Aaron mentioned the other day his wife was saying, "You know, why can't you do some that are just downright girly?" And, and <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all for that, but uh, I, don't I don't know. It's going to take some convincing, Jim. I think, and Aaron to, to do to, to do the all pink. Well, we did the pink. Uh, we did the pink ones for. I should probably not talk about uh, private ones we did, but we did do some private pink ones. And well, the purple ones were private too. Those weren't. You know, those were yeah,
1: conference. Yeah. The purple one, that, those, those are actually pretty visible. If you, you don't have to, yeah, talk they about got around. A lot. I'll talk yeah, about them but, real quick. Yeah, yeah, the XOXO XO Fest from last year, were the purple ones. So these aren't, these aren't stock editions or colors editions, right. but you know, I guess people have seen enough of them. in the the pink capsule editions from this year, that, yeah. you know, all the collectors are gaga over the the pink. And you know, I like, I, I do like those. I like those because they have the
2: letterpress cover too. Um, I mean, with all this, yep. with all this, um, the custom editions. you know, I know this is just something to kind of clear things up. Like we, we get a lot of calls of people asking for them. And I know like a lot of people are calling, like, you know, they're finding out who is at the conference calling them. We can't, I mean, we're doing those as a job for someone else, you know, and obviously it's our product and, you know, we only work with people that, you know, we want to see our name on the book with and everything. But, uh, But, you know, we just, we keep a few of those for ourselves here, you know, just for the archives. But, you know, that's like, you know, that's kind of a contract with that other company and we can't, you know, we can't sell those or give those away. Those are, it's up to them to do with them what they want to do.
1: Yeah, good. I'm glad you said that. Actually, uh, so we, in case anyone had any uh, designs on calling Field Notes office, asking <laughs> him for these all these um, weird one-off offshoots that you're, they're seeing. These are not the uh, production line stuff, and Field Notes does not have these. These are going through special special contracts with these uh, vendors for promotional items and
2: things like that. So, yeah, we don't um, make any of that stuff to sell. It's all, it's all. You know, I don't think any of the contract jobs we've really done have been for sale. They've all been either you know to give away at a company just for people to use at work, or um, you know, for attendees at a conference, or you know, uh, we've had some schools do them, or um, you know, charities or things like that. So yeah, we don't generally produce things aside from like the J Crew editions, you know, things like that. We don't generally do things for sale. Sure. What's um
1: I sent, from the collect collector aspect, and this may not be a, a question for everyone, but just. A, are are you involved with doing the these projects for these customers
2: oh yeah yep
1: yeah so you're you're involved in 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 all of that too so what <laughs> For just for the collectors only, do you sure. have an edition that you've done that's been for one of these companies that you thought was was really neat and that you enjoyed? Like I, I don't own it, but I always thought the Levi's edition was great with the red, white, yeah. and blue and those covers. I just thought that was a really pretty, really good looking edition. Do you have any any favorite? <coughs> just kind of just kind of from those, um, kind of from those offshoot, um,
2: for different yeah, different I mean, companies. Yeah, like I, yeah, like I said, I can't even talk about a lot of those because we, you know, yeah. we just. So I don't want to punish the people who put them out by having thousands of people call them. But, That's um, true. The uh, Levi's are definitely. I mean, you know, Levi's were. I think they. You know, they gave those away in stores for a while, and those were definitely you know that red, white, and blue with the silver type that really looked nice. Um, I think we've redone a couple of the. I think that we did that. Well, no, that wasn't exactly tradesman, but you know, we've picked up sort of the same look of those for a couple other ones we've done since. Um, I'm trying to think of other customs. I mean, we've done. A lot of the customs we do are just sort of what we do is we print blank, we print covers and in inside papers and don't assemble them, and then we can go back and print a logo on the back of the blank covers. Mm-hmm. So for the smaller runs of customs, you know, like our custom order started at a thousand pieces, and we, you know, we do a lot of those just for you know business or whatever, um, and you know we just print that black logo on the back and then have them bound. So you know most of those are just craft with the black on the back, and then we will do kind of maybe once a year we'll do a big run of another colored paper. So I think we've done, like, blue and some blue ones and some... Ble- I know that uh, the Webstock ones that were on the Field Nuts group the other day, I can mention those because those were there. Those were on, um, you mm-hmm. know, like a light green paper. And, we you know, we did a lot of other customs on that same paper for a while. But um, generally the the ones we do for, you know, the custom order ones we do are on the, on that paper. But we've if we do a bigger one trying to think like ones that i could even talk about that that are interesting i mean levi's you know and then the 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 j crew ones the the um the um whatchamacallit uh uh mongolian version was definitely one of my favorites that was super fun to we we had to work with the translator and have them go through and it was all like printing terminology to get translated so i had to work closely with them to kind of explain what we meant you know when you say something like you know you know, a lot of the printing terms were confusing to them. So that was really fun, like, working out that and finding, you know, that, that Mongolian font's just slightly different than, you know, Russian Cyrillic. So we'd actually buy Mongolian Futura and, you know, and typeset all that. So that was definitely one of my, one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, um, now that, that one is awesome. That's, that's yeah. one I wanted for my collection. Like, I don't get too much in the offshoots. Like, if they're easy for me to come by, you know, yeah. whatever, I'll, I'll get them. But that one, I really wanted the Renegade Pencils one. Yeah. Um, I just because I just thought that was a really cool, cool design. Y'all did a, a great job on that one. I love, love that edition.
2: I have one single one that will just sit there and uh, look <laughs> pretty. Yeah, that was one um, of my favorites that wasn't, you know, it wasn't well. We did actually sell those on the site, but it was a charity kind of thing and not really one of our products. So that was definitely up there. In yeah, my that's that's really cool. Well, I got one more question. I'm
1: gonna put you on the spot and then we'll, we'll get you out of here, but I'm gonna put oh, okay. you on the spot a little bit here. Okay. What is your least favorite colors edition? Uh.
2: Colors edition. Wait I got them up here. Let me scroll through and take a look. Because
1: I've got one. Mike, I don't know if you
2: have one. But, um, um, uh, let's I'm see. Inter- you know interested- what? Another one of my favorites. Dry Transfer was one of my favorites for sure, too. That was a lot of fun to put together. And, you know, just looking at them. oh, It's like it's like your kids. How do you decide which one you hit <laughs> the most? I know. Um. Uh, um, you know what? I'm not I'm not a baseball fan at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so day game I like. I mean I like the way they looked and and Kevin's book is incredible. I mean I'm from Pittsburgh and I was you know a, a Pirates fan growing up and Clemente is awesome. So I can't say anything. That book is incredible and it was really fun to work on that. But on their own, the notebooks you know aren't, don't don't wow me too much. Um,
1: I actually came actually, around, I Actually, I agree with you on that one. I wasn't a huge fan of it at first, and then for some reason that, that, that white and yeah. red is I do it. like,
2: yeah, I mean, I like foil stamping, so I don't know. And then, like, you know, expeditions, awesome, but I don't use those day-to-day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that one was fun to do, too. Yeah, I don't know, I guess that or look at other ones, like Packet of Sunshine outside of the packaging and everything just on their own. The notebooks aren't that amazing, but, mm-hmm. you know, that was early on. And, you know, so that, you mic. know that, that envelope was a cool, you know, that was all together. It was a cool package, but.
1: So my, my least favorite one, um, and it's relative, like you're saying, Brian, it's not, it's, you know, they're all, they're all awesome. They're all, they're great. all terrible. But my least yeah. favorite one was <laughs> 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 my least favorite was, uh, the balsam fur. I don't know that. I think the color didn't grab me. Um, you know, y'all were sending the balsam. Whose idea was to send the the balsam fir branches in the in the envelope? That was a pretty um, crazy, pretty crazy yeah, thing. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs>
2: those. Yeah, those. On from the. But perspective, I've just never, just yeah. never
1: used that edition as much as like I've used all the other ones. I guess.
2: From the perspective of like the Christmassy angle, they're not that great. But I always just I saw those kind of if you you know if you take it away from the packaging again, I see those as looking kind of like army jeep. You know, you got your army color with like kind of the gloss white. And that was the first foil stamp we did, so I, I like those. Yeah, yeah.
1: Did you did you have one, Mike, that you that you're not a huge fan of?
0: Um, yeah, I think that that I will receive hate mail. But <laughs> I have a specific reason where I really like the look and feel of Traveling Salesman. Um, the way that the paper is printed doesn't really work for me. Yeah. Just because it's like the ledger, so like. Sure. Um, you've then got like the two sort of margins on either side and Mm -hmm. I don't really do anything that I need to use those for so then if I'm writing within the margins I don't really get a lot of space you know that's that's for me but I mean because it's like you know I think about Expedition Edition where I can't where I wouldn't really use those every day because you, you kind of need to use the right sort of pen for it, even though I do use a space pen, so maybe I should yep. actually try it out. But I actually really love those because of the character that they have, right. like this indestructible paper. I just think that that's really cool. So like I really like the way that the traveling salesmen look, but in the same way as Brad, they would be the ones that I would be least likely to use because, mm-hmm. because of the way the paper's laid out. But I like the way that they look and I like the, the thinking that goes behind them.
2: For me, I think someone mentioned this on the ask me anything and for me with traveling salesmen I look at those and the inside paper was so much thicker and the outside, you know, all the paper was real thick and and because of the thickness of the book even though the logo is centered on the paper because of the curvature of the book it's it, it like kind of got knocked off center so I look at those and that drives me nuts.
1: Oh yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, so and yeah. I've
2: noticed yeah, awesome. I, I think you know some were worse than others, but I think um, you know that's just that's kind of that's really I think the only, you know, kind of production glitch we've had that kind of went through. <laughs> you know, and it's not like, you know, it's not terrible or anything. Actually, if you look back at some of the early ones that we had, because it's, you know, it's weird. You can center things perfectly. And then once it's printed, depending on the thickness of the paper. So we've had to be real careful about, you know, just adjusting the logo and hoping it's, you know, for, for the curvature of the paper when we know we're using thicker paper or something, or, um, you know, the belly bands, like on America, the beautiful, you know those American uniforms were so thick we had to actually I can't remember if we reprinted the belly bands or if we maybe just had to redo them before they went on press or something but they were just um, you know not lining up right because of the thickness of the paper so mm. there's usually some some glitch there waiting for us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's one thing I've noticed is those the if there has been glitches or anything they never make it out into the wild y'all's um production process is uh from even from the beginning y'all y'all got it down to a science pretty well it's a awesome product y'all got y'all are putting out um and i know so many people are excited about it and
2: look forward to all the stuff that's coming in the future so yeah it's great i mean it's that's like i've said the, the one of the best things about working here is just having that you know do making something having something you can you know put all your work into and then just seeing that box of them come and holding it in your hand is just so rewarding there's so many people that you know just push numbers around or you know do jobs that you know are important but just to for me you know that's always what i've liked about being a designer is, is having like a product i can i can see and hold and remember
1: well that's awesome i think we, i think we will leave it at that that's a great sentiment to to end this on um Brian, we really, really appreciate you coming on, and we're going to have to do this again sometime. You know, sure, mean, yeah, uh, it's my pleasure. There's, uh, there's always uh, something going on in, in the Field Notes world, and uh, we're yeah. glad you are able to, to join us and talk about it a little bit. We really sure. appreciate it. Happy to be here, guys. Thanks. Yeah, All thanks, right. buddy. Well, thanks, Brian. And, and Mike, do you have anything else?
0: No, I think that's about it.
1: All right. Do you want to uh, tell everyone where you can get the show notes?
0: Of course, they can go to 5by5.tv slash penaddict slash 69 for the show notes for this week's episode. You can see what Brad does on the internet by going to penaddict.com. Um, I, and he's also online. He's at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M on Twitter. I am imike, I-M-Y-K-E. And uh, thanks again to Brian, and thank you all for listening, and until next time, bye-bye.
1: Bye.